Hello and welcome to Hey Art, What's Good? We are a podcast based in the north of England where we like to see what's good with art. My name is Alice. My name is Rosie. And we have a couple of guests today. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name's Carmela and I'm one of the team members from Round Lemon. And I'm Bethan and I'm one of the other team members of Round Lemon. Very excited to talk about what Round Lemon is, but before we do that, we'll like to start our podcast episodes by kind of just talking about something good or something cool or fun that's happened recently. Um, my good thing this week is there's a art, it's not a festival, it's like a big outdoor sculpture park thing that's only open a few weekends of the year called uh, Cheeseburn Sculpture Park. And it's like these people up near Northumberland in the north have like this beautiful straight up old ass manor house with like lots of ground around it and every year they host a big sculpture festival and it should be on right now but they've had to like postpone it but they've just opened some dates in august so i've booked tickets for that so i'm very excited to see it because like as much as i want to go to art galleries and stuff they're all you know in closed spaces but this is just big outside and it already had like a one-way around kind of system so an outdoor sculpture park seems like a perfect use for like some sort of distant art yes and like a lot of the sculptures are big so you have to be like kind of far away from them anyway so i think it works out good so i'm quite excited for that nice e. rosie what about you what's good with you oh well i uh well i'm gonna tell you what i wrote in my notes because i think i had like a okay. dyslexia, like dyslexia moment just a minute ago because what i wanted to write was my friends just moved in downstairs like i live in an upstairs flat and my like like schoolmates, like old, old friends just moved in downstairs. So like, I feel like I'm living a sitcom now. Fantastic. Oh my God, I <laughs> um, But what I actually wrote in my book was my friends moved in online. I don't know okay. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> cool, we're living in the future. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for Friends North Shields edition. So no one and that only I would watch. Oh no, I, th- I would tune in. I would definitely watch. Uh, Carmela, what is good with you this week? Uh, what's good with me this week is I've just moved in to a new place and I have a new plant, um, an Ikea one. I don't even know oh. what kind of plant it is. It's like a tree thing. And I'm hoping oh, that it will cool. bring some new ideas in life in general plant whisperer oh amazing uh bethan what's good with you um so in the last couple of weeks i've actually had some new guinea pigs which has been very oh, lovely their names are cracker and teddy and they are so tiny and cute and i just love them oh my god that's so adorable oh that's a good thing god damn <laughs> guinea pigs yeah it's not it's not a competition here but sometimes just who <laughs> oh it's awesome i was at cracker and um, Oh, Cracker and Teddy. Mm. That's really cute. Oh, lovely stuff. Guinea pigs, perfect. Um, well, now we've got the niceties out of the way. Let's have more niceties. <laughs> um, so would you guys like to tell us what is Round Lemon? Well, Round Lemon is a new organisation which was formed by us four kids in lockdown um, we're all university students, we're all friends, and we've just been like missing each other in general. And wanted, we missed the studio time, we missed being with each other in our own company, 
and we wanted to do something new that was for everyone that we could work on together again. Oh, so uh, the website, yeah, I know. Um, the website's got <laughs> a blog section and um, workshops that you could purchase, and we hold exhibitions. Our current one's called Protest for Progress, and yeah. It's just a nice, cool online player. Very nice. It's kind of a way to get young, like young and fresh artists involved in something because it's so hard when you're starting out to get a platform, have your work shared on, and even sell your work. So it's kind of a way that we can help, not just young, but just any artist who needs a starting place to get that starting place and to make it into a community in a sense. Absolutely. Well, I love it. And just like poking around your website, there is so many opportunities. I think that was the first thing that really impressed us, that there is so many things to get involved with in this virtual space, which, you know, I've had like anxieties about what the gallery is going to look like. Is there going to be any art opportunities? And what are those art opportunities going to be? And it's really refreshing to see how accessible it is because, well, me and Alice made notes actually of how amazing you've got um, an opportunity to sell work, but your commission is fantastic. You only take like a small percentage, like usually it's what, like 20% or like more? Yeah, that was kind of one of our main objectives is to like give the space for people um, to sell their art for not much a price for them but also like it's a win-win situation for both of us because all the profits at the moment are going back into the company um or the commission pool so it helps out other artists as well i love the idea Mm -hmm. that it's making buying art accessible as well because it's reasonably priced basically like it's ev- truly everyone wins you as the representatives if you will the artist take most of the profit and it's distributing local artists work which i think is the main thing here that young artists can actually like reach their market fantastic <laughs> but that's only the surface level of what you do that was just like one of the first things that popped into my mind you're doing so much i'm not biased just because I happen to be in the exhibition. <laughs> but the exhibition that we currently are, 10 out of 10, guys. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for being a part Thank of it you. as well. Thank you. Oh, it was, it was wonderful. I totally, like, totally just discarded the idea of ever exhibiting in 2020. And like, then you're, like, you came along and I was, oh, hi. <laughs> So do you want to tell a little bit about what the exhibition is that you've currently uh, got on, like what it's all about and like the type of work that's represented? Yeah, so the exhibition is called Protest for Progress and um, it's in partnership with Mead City Museum who kindly let us use some of their work in our show um, from two of their um, collections, their Rock Against Racism and their Trans Pride, so which is really cool of them. And it's basically, um, we launched it on the 28th of June which was the 51 years since the Stonewall riots in New York City, which was such like a monumental protest that we wanted to mark. And so the exhibition is a way for like minority voices to be heard, not just in the LGBTQ plus community, but also through the Black Lives Matter movement, which is so like prevalent now, and just anyone that wants to have their voice heard on so many issues. And there are kind of artworks and everything we have 
photojournalism, painting, spoken word, installation, film performance, all geared towards helping to create a platform to educate people and visualize a better future for everyone. Yeah, there's such like a wide range of stuff. Like me and Rosie were on like a like a call last week, just going through all the all the different submissions and stuff. Like, damn, there's so much cool stuff. Yeah, and it's like such a yeah, as you said, they come from a breadth of different backgrounds and representing a lot of different stuff. So it was very cool to see. One thing I'd really like to know, actually, guys, is why the name Round Lemon. It was really funny, actually, because we were deciding a name and we were all on the chat. And then um, one of us said, grab the closest, like, grab the nearest object towards you. And um, we all said what we had. I think someone had, like, a pen, someone had, like, something else. And then one of us had a lemon. And we thought, oh, Oh, there it is. It came to you. I like it. Yeah. We love asking people, like, how they come up with their names because there's so many fantastic names out there. We've had... Well, one of our personal favorites is the Spaghetti Factory. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good one. And it's just so interesting because like some the names sometimes just find you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and we've talked about this a bunch on the podcast, but like, hey, Art, what's good? That was a, a, the group of us just having a sit around the table and like, right, what can we call a podcast about art? <laughs> like, we want to see what's what's like good and cool and happening and then we'll, I just went like oh hey art what's good and like right that's it that's that's the discussion we'll have about done, it yeah 20 done minutes sorted <laughs> I do love that but I quite like round lemon because one the branding around it is very nice like cool nice bright lemony colors but then uh you've got zest which I don't know I don't know if offshoot is the right word but would you want to tell her what zest is Zest is like kind of another branch of Round Lemon and it encompasses the blog as well as like Zest Hall, which is where we have our exhibitions. It's kind of like just a little offset of what Round Lemon is, but it's still like a big part of it because we like to have guest writers come and work with us and it's a way of getting other people involved in Round Lemon. Oh yeah, nice. Because I've saw you've got um the tri-weekly discussion, which is just a really cool like idea. Do you want to tell where um what that is yeah so the tri-weekly review is kind of an idea we had that we wanted to involve the public at like no cost or anything anyone can join any kind of art conversation and it would happen on the spanning three weeks and the first week we'd announce what the topic is so it could be anything from an artwork to a bit of text about like Bethany's this week she wanted to do community theory so you'd get a week to look over what the review's about. And then the second week, you'd get a week to respond thoughts, feelings about that kind of content and discussion with other people. And then the third week, we could make a response, like an artwork, to the text or the artwork. So it's kind of like a, like a group oh. crit at uni, really. And it's a kind of a way that is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I love that you can, well, you've identified what, you know, we have also identified as a podcast that the conversations surrounding art are as equally important as making art and viewing art and, you know, having the art experience. It's the conversations that you can navigate and the communities that can form around those conversations that really gives art its power. 
And one of the heartbreaking things with, you know, quarantine and COVID restrictions is, you know, it's really hard to kind of have that physical sense of community. So it's wonderful to see that we can have that online. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, because you've kind of gone from having like being in a group all the time at university where you're constantly in tutorials and trips and you're surrounded by people just suddenly being quite isolated. Yes. And with people who may not want to have those art discussions you're used to having like music you instantly like have those discussions again with someone and talk about theories and artwork and it kind of just brings you back to how it felt to be at uni and like the sense of community you have there. One hundred percent. I think that's the thing I missed most when I graduated. Just being able to walk into a studio and have loads of people there who I could talk to about literally anything, honestly, because art is a a catalyst to talk about anything and everything. <laughs> Do you guys all are you all on like the same course in uni? Is that how you met? Yeah, we all do fine art together at the Birmingham School of Art. Fantastic accents, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Love a different accent on the on a podcast. (laughs) Because we always something we say here is like it's nice to have like Geordie voices on a podcast. Leo, it's like we appreciate it when there's Geordies in media, and it's just nice when it's not like a typical English or British accent. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Do love some regional accents here on Hey Art. What's good? exactly and we're inviting all all voices into these conversations <laughs> indeed um so on your website you've got um uh, some workshops and stuff and one which looks very very cool is the how to draw like a child workshop because i mean i love the um like the thumbnail for it which is like a cow wearing a bra i think <laughs> it's very cool. can i so please how... put that on our instagram I, I opened your website and just smiled this morning because i was like yes <laughs> the content i didn't know i needed that's um such a cool kind of aspect you really are like juggling a, i was gonna say juggling a lot of hats i don't think that's the same <laughs> but <laughs> change the same to that now then it works yeah, i perfect. love it amazing because I'm literally, I'm imagining that the specific hat I'm imagining is like a like a trilby fedora type hat, just juggling a bunch of those. <laughs> I was imagining I a know. bowler. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, similar ballpark for hat, similar hat park. Um, <laughs> but I was just, well, I just want to ask about that. Like, how do you do workshops as well? How how do you do all these things? <laughs> yeah, we're amazed. We've just been like slowly releasing. Um, sections of our website a few weeks apart and we're gradually building up the momentum with like the exhibitions the blog and now the workshops and the shop has been coming hard to opening but we're really excited to do workshops and the how to draw like a child workshop is run by one of our members ryan and we all did a test workshop on zoom to test how it would be and we were all like really enjoying it it's really fun to do oh lovely (laughs) and it's only five pounds as well is what is something i want to talk about like this truly feels like an experience for everyone like anyone could just like join in on that and it's because it's affordable as well like i just want to like accessible art is important and also paying for art is important so it's you've kind of got the balance there <laughs> yeah and I think it's like the inclusion of that sort of stuff which kind of 
stands you guys out a lot more than being just like a like a platform for art to be on like it's it's not just that it's like it's the community there's the community aspect of it which i think is just really really cool because a lot of things have had to move online recently but a lot of the time there's kind of a like a bit of an impersonal yeah, sort of disconnect like result yeah because i mean it's it's tough to just move everything online when like I, i'm being in the same room as people learn how to draw like a child would be amazing but like to have the option to still do something like that in this super duper digital age i think is a, a pretty cool thing to have and in a sense you know there might be people who wouldn't have had, had access to art galleries or workshops or an art community at all like before during or after covid like some people just don't have access and that is a privilege to be able to you know like to go to art galleries to even to go to university and study art there's so many having this art family is a a privilege that not everyone has and by moving it online although it's you know like a lot of people are making this move this true your website is like really comforting because it feels to me (laughs) i've been really impressed by it um just because yeah it feels like this is actually something that lots of people would want to get involved with who might not have been able to before and it's actually a community it's not like maybe a you know a cold brand an interface it's not like a white cube. We don't want a white cube on the internet. I don't think there's a place for the white cube on the internet. It's like that cold gallery interior doesn't work online. It's already too impersonal. So something I love, I just want to talk about the banner of your website. <laughs> because that is got, like, it's like loads of people on a bus. Can I put this online? I just need like, top deck. absolutely. Yeah, top deck of a double decker bus with like, paintings like photoshopped in i don't know how to describe this uh, yeah that's actually um, an artwork by ben the artist called cold horse i believe great name right, i need to find um, yeah, it because great artwork um on our website we have like a lot of artwork from different artists we have um something called an asset exhibition which is where we kind of put together all the artwork it's not by us that we've used on the website so you can go through and if you see an artwork that you like, you can use a banner or an advertisement. You've categorised them all there so you can kind of see them as well. That's fab. Oh, that's see, great. it's this sort of attention to detail that it, like, I'm in love with. Like, <laughs> can you guys come and just like organise my life? <laughs> <laughs> you are on it, guys. It's amazing. <laughs> my favourite element of that bit of art is absolutely like the distraught looking Phil Mitchell just sitting there it's fantastic I would 100% get that like in my house framed up so you're just you're introducing people that like all sorts of art <laughs> like by the the very established and by the early career artists it's fantastic amateurs and professionals all welcome I think it's important to have them two kind of categories fused onto one site in one space as well it makes you feel like there's not a division between rich art and maybe like amateur art or just Mm -hmm. anyone wanting to create something for fun I think yeah you've hit the nail on the head there that idea of like people don't value their work necessarily as much if they think they were just doing it for fun but I feel like 
people who do things as a hobby and take lots of just you know do it for themselves and take time and pleasure in doing that that is art that's absolutely art but people think oh no I was just sitting in my bedroom doing that no that's that's absolutely like you can compare that to someone in the Tate why not and and now we have hopefully we have kind of platforms where people will feel comfortable enough to express their creativity whatever the level what however like wherever they are in their art journey however seriously they take it or want to take it there's still a platform for them yeah um something i was wondering was because um lots of the separate aspects of what round lemon is and what zest is kind of makes us think of some of the kind of art communities here in newcastle like uh, there's a organization called the newbridge project which does a lot of similar things to what you guys do but they're obviously pre-covid so based largely like irl um but i was wondering what kind of like influences have you had for like organizing this like is it based on some models that maybe exist in the kind of Birmingham area or is it kind of stuff that you know you want to see from different art communities or something like that? I think it's definitely like we picked out the aspects that we thought were missing um, from both like physical gallery spaces and also what's online. Definitely the main point was to make an accessible community online because we felt quite isolated from university, but also creating a space where people who don't necessarily go to university but are interested in art can just come and go, tune into what they're interested in and feel like it's not an exclusive thing. Oh, I like completely support this message. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is like the exact type of collective that we get really excited to talk about. We like love seeing, you know, like you're fresh graduates and you have so many like valid ideas, clearly, because we're seeing them in action. And it's just fabulous to see how, I mean, I've had a look at like interactions on social media and it does seem so successful and I just want more people to know about it and more people to like get involved. So <laughs> this is fab. It truly is a platform for anyone and everyone. Because are you, are you graduates? Are you you're still in uni? At the yeah, minute? we're still in uni back to back for our third year. Your absolute powerhouses. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about like what I was doing in my second year of uni, like i don't know <laughs> so not running an online arts community that's for sure that is for sure i'll tell you what i wasn't doing <laughs> um but i was gonna ask um if you've sort of run something like this before like you kind of hosted an online space for this sort of creative stuff i'm assuming the answer is no but i don't know i mean i've never done anything like this before this is very new to me personally no i haven't either but i think what makes it is that we're in it together and we're both equally as passionate well all four of us are equally as passionate about it as each other and i feel like the connection between us all and makes round lemon round lemon we wouldn't have it without each other oh that's very sweet um so I was wondering then, I don't know, maybe some of like, because I mean, it's a, it's a whole new world, really. Um, not just literally in the current horrible situation, but I mean, this online space, having not done anything uh, like that before. So I was kind of wondering about um, 
I don't know, like maybe it's not necessarily issues, but maybe it's like some bumps in the road that you've had to like get in where you are or like some things that have maybe worked out really well that you might necessarily have thought that they would have. Just like, you know, like what what's the journey been like from starting? Actually, also, when did this start? Lots of questions <laughs> at you. Um <laughs> But Damn, Alice. like from then to, I know, sorry, I just want to know so much. I'll summarize that a bit easier. One, when did you start? And two, from then to now, like what kind of speed bumps have been in the way or what things have kind of turned out to work like quite, quite well that maybe would have been surprising. I'm trying to think when we actually started it. Um, because we, we, we started it quite a bit before we actually launched because we wanted to make sure everything was up to like a, a good standard before we started mm-hmm. um i feel like it was like middle of april because it was a, about two or three maybe four weeks after the uni had shut down which was about the mid-march yeah we, we launched on the 6th of june officially that's when we like opened test and we actually started posting and we've actually launched ourselves to the world oh lovely Ooh, i love it how was the um the the run up to that like so if the university's closed like middle to end of March, that's still only like a couple of months to do all this like how how was that process? Um, it was kind of a, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a shock because we'd gone from like doing a lot at uni and then kind of like the initial like slump phase at home oh, what do I do with my life now? And then we had this idea and we just kind of <laughs> ran with it head first. And we made ourselves really busy. We set targets. We've had a few bumps along the way. Like we're still trying to get access to funding, which is becoming a bit of a issue because we, in order to get funding, you have to sell stuff initially, hence why we're trying to push the workshops and our art shop in order to mm-hmm. get some money into Round Lemon so we can make things bigger for everyone. Mm. But we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, funding is something, isn't something we've had to contend with yet, but it always seems so stressful. <laughs> yeah. I think it's purely because we're just too scared. <laughs> it's too yeah, it's it could too be it. <laughs> big and grown up. <laughs> um, how have the responses been so far? Like from either like artists who have come on board or like just general like how have people responded to it? Like is it filling a gap in like the Birmingham area or is it have you noticed like people from further afar have kind of wanted to get involved and stuff? It's been like a really great response so far, especially when you look at the people who submit the exhibition. It's like worldwide submissions oh, from almost nice. every single continent. We have like a list of everyone who submitted, and we had like from Korea and Brazil and America and uh, oh. India and just anywhere you can think of. We had people submit, which is so amazing that in such a short time we've got quite a large reach. And everyone who's worked with us or submit interviews for us have all had like really positive feedback, which has been so lovely. I feel the the exhibition uh, protest for progress just came at it was so important I think it was it came at just the right time and I want to thank you for like giving creative people uh, a way to protest with art because that I can see why you got such a fantastic response to that 
open call because it was basically any art in relation to protest and everyone it was you know everything was all going down all at once and I think a lot of people were feeling quite helpless but people creative people like myself when you feel that way often you turn to like your creative practice practice to like work through those emotions and then to be able to actually not just put it on Instagram but like exhibit it amongst all these other fantastic creative people because the breadth of work in there is fantastic there's so much I didn't and the fact that it is from everywhere is very telling as well it's it's really cool that we have this like local community and then this international community and it's kind of simultaneous. <laughs> uh, it's pretty sick. So I was wondering then, because um, I mean, I can only assume it's been a bit of a whirlwind launching all this and doing stuff like that. Um, but I was wondering what like, obviously you're saying you're trying to apply for funding and stuff. What is like a big grand future plan? Like would this ever be something that moves offline as well when it's safe to do so or is there any kind of like big goals that you want to reach in the near to far future i think we would love to host workshops with people in the space i mean that would be great but also it's kind of i think it will we'll try and head both ways with it because doing the workshop online as you said like provides people who don't really have access to certain areas of the country maybe they're not even in the country and they want to do the workshop so I think we'll try and head both ways with it but we'll have to see when this COVID stuff calms down Mm -hmm. it's reassuring Mm -hmm. you've kind of covered all bases though (laughs) you're like you've got it like COVID sorted and then if COVID like chills out you're also prepared. <laughs> Do any of you have any like interest or did you go into uni with any interest in curation of any of you kind of like wanted to be curators or like are you more interested in your practices? Um, well, curation wasn't really a thing I thought much about to be honest coming into university. It's just something that's kind of happened. <laughs> we know. My interest is more towards communities and like yeah. working with a community of people so that's kind of where my interest lies which is like through my practice and obviously through this as well I think that's kind of what brought them together quite closely I love this do you see this as like an extension I can't speak today <laughs> do you see this as an <laughs> extension of your practice in a way I think in a sense yeah because it's what that does really interest me and what I'm like working on my dissertation towards and what my practice is about and I think that's definitely in a in a sense of extension because we are creating our own community yeah and we're bringing together lots of people who wouldn't maybe necessarily have been brought together oh, fabulous what about you uh carmilla what are you kind of thinking like have you been interested in curation at all or is this also kind of a new new deal for you yeah it's kind of like a new field because i was interested in like the process of artworking and trauma theory but now I kind of like do the curation of our blog Zest and I'm starting a series on women artists and just in the first one and I'm kind of growing interested in writing about other artists and finding more out about them and I feel like that 
could be an extension of my practice, talking about women artists maybe who weren't as heard of as others. Yeah. Ooh, lovely. I know. I love. I like Very how cool. this is a. It's a project, obviously, but it's also like a creative. I don't know. It's like art itself. <laughs> like if you want to get extension. all meta about it, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I do feel like oh. not to get artsy fartsy, but as like creative people or artists or whatever you want to identify as a lot of what the creative person does or the artist does is art so can you argue like when an artist like goes for a walk is that art because some people some artists practice psychogeography which literally is going for a walk so like what's the difference between an artist going for a walk and an artist practicing psychogeography like you know like I like the idea that like all these normal things can just be art and you can be involved in that and that like actually as a creative person your practice goes way beyond making and doing it's actually just in living your life you're like collecting these experiences and then you give that back somehow and that's the creative that's like how you that's really what creative expression is so I just want everyone to like get involved be part of art and live happily ever after (laughs) (laughs) well there you go (laughs) that had a beginning a middle and an end that was great like all the best stories (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh lovely um is there anything that we haven't talked about or covered or is there anything more about round lemon or zest that you want to shout about uh, yes, actually. We are basically going to open our next open call uh, for our new exhibition, which will um, be starting at the end of this exhibition. So it will open on the 28th of September. So as soon as Protest of Progress finishes, the next one will start. And if, you, if anyone wants to win up our newsletter, they will be the first to hear about our open call, what the exhibition is, and then we'll be able to enter it before everyone else. Ooh, I love it. Amazing. Well, we'll have links to all of that on our blog post and on our website. So anyone listening, you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting. Love an open call. Amazing. Oh, I'm excited to see what comes out of that then. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be logging on. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I can't be tuning in. So I'll be logging on. Oh, there you go. That works. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, uh, Carmela and Bethan, for having a chat with me this morning. Yeah. This has been really, really nice. Thank you for having us here. Um, and we will like to end episodes. Um, we either like to, if there's anything else good that you really want to shout about, we would like to talk about that. Or if you're looking forward to doing something, um, or looking forward to something happening. So, I mean, I'm looking forward. I've just ordered a bunch of... Um, like photography zines from some photographers I follow on Instagram. So I'm just excited to like crack them open whenever they get here from America, which could be a while. But I am looking forward to that. Oh, didn't you get a cheeky bonus as well? Oh yeah, I got a cheeky bonus because uh, I've bought a few of this person's zines before. So he messages on Instagram. It's like, I, I want to give you, a- you start to sell his own merch. It's like, I want to give you a t-shirt as well. Like, so expect that in the mail. I'm like, oh, How damn. How that? Sick. It's like a little like present <laughs> for like support. Well, this is it. Like when you support a local person, if you support, like support an independent artist maker, 
you're actually supporting say not local <laughs> well no you're supporting a person local to someone <laughs> that's true but yeah that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> right bethan i want to know i want to know what oh. bethan's looking forward to um well, on Sunday, it's my little cousin's birthday party, and oh. I get to see my nan for the first time in six months. So distant. This is the first because she lives in Cornwall, coming down for the first time I've seen her in oh. six months, which I'm very excited about. That's, oh, have the Aww. best time and a happy ninth yeah. birthday to you. Was it your cousin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> what about you, Carmela? What are you looking forward to? Um, this i'm gonna make some kinder bueno brownies i'm looking <gasps> forward to that oh my oh god sounds good <laughs> you're lucky you don't live in the northeast because i'd be like on my way to your house <laughs> i've never ever baked kinder bueno brownies. So i don't know how they're gonna turn out but how bad can it be i have a motto when i do cooking and i'm like well if all the ingredients are tasty What's the worst that can happen? I was thinking, what could go wrong, really? (laughs) Really. (laughs) Ooh, well, continuing the theme of what we're doing after recording, I'm really looking forward to going to work. I'm going to work after this. I love going to work and because I have an amazing job I work at a like plastic free zero waste shop um, just like at the coast where I live. And I love my boss and they've just had like a refurb and we might be getting a peanut butter machine. Yeah. So life is good. (laughs) And because we're like a small business, it's kind of like easy to stay safe. So I don't have to like follow like crazy regulations. So, Well, I'm I'm glad that you can go to work as well, Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird thing to be excited about. I mean, to be honest, I I miss... The normality of going to work so i feel you strange strange times to be alive living in history indeed <laughs> but yeah i think that probably wraps this all up um if you want to check out round lemon they've got a lovely website roundlemon.co.uk they've got their instagram which is round is it two underscores then lemon yeah it's two, two underscores lemon there you go, round them in, and then these are on like Twitter. Yeah, as well. Twitter's the same um, as the Instagram tag. Perfect, amazing. And if you want to check out anything that we're doing, we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Hey Art What's Good. Got a website, HeyArtWhat'sGood.com. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for guys for coming on. Yeah. This has been lovely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, and thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, farewell. <laughs>